Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a fast lane on 101 ESPN with Jamie Rivers and Anthony Stoltz. Let's head to the Brown and Kerbin Celebrity Line. We're joined by the voice of the Blues. Chris Kerber will be on the call tonight when the Blues take on the New Jersey Devils pregame starting at 7. What's up, Kerbs? Anthony, how are you guys today? Doing good. I saw uh, I saw Kerbs and his uh, lovely, beautiful family after the Adam Sandler uh, event last uh, last Friday night. So good, good to see you, Kerbs, out, out and about. It was uh, it was a great night for my 18 year old, who's a friend of Adam Sandler. It was an educational night for my 16 year old, <laughs> who wasn't quite as familiar. And all in all, it was a great time. It was good. It was good running into you as well. Curbs, uh, talking about running into Anthony. Did you try to avoid him initially, or was it inevitable that you ran into him? Good question. No, I don't. I, why would I? I wouldn't do that. Well, I'm just wondering. Uh, no, no, I mean, I would have tried no, to. It's just, no, I, well, I know, but you work with him every day. I just got to come on and for 10 minutes once a week. You know, there's a, there's a big difference. It's different, there. No, yeah. it was great seeing him and his wife, and it was a nice chat as we're leaving. Great concert. Uh, nice, uh, you know, it was a great way for at least me. To, I love the show, especially with Rob Schneider being part of it, to, yeah. uh, to kind of end that long break. It was, it was a great show. Yeah, it was. Curbs, you got to uh, – I love this aspect of Adam Sandler. One, his work is great. Okay, let's just leave that out there. But I love the fact that he drags his buddies along into almost every single project he does. Well, I mean, just think of the loyalty. Because he even had a guy, and I forget the guy's name, but, you know, the, the guy from Waterboy that played the cross-eyed. Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. He was there, too. Yeah. He he was there, too. They You know, I guess it, might, it, was either, it was either part of the stick or it was his birthday for real. But uh, but he was there too, and you know you think of all those different movies that Adam has been loyal to a pretty good group of guys too. And then honestly, his his tribute to Chris Farley. I was thinking about this at the end of the show. He's doing that song that he did what about a year or two ago, of you know for Chris Farley and and how that really became such a popular thing. And and in the end, maybe the most redeeming moment about his entire two hour show, and he almost went two straight hours himself. Yeah. Was that one part in how he's keeping the memory of Chris Farley alive? It's really quite. Uh, it, it's, you know, for a stand-up comic and stuff, I'd say it's 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 a pretty endearing uh, legacy that he's leaving with it. Uh, no doubt. And Curse, by the way, Jonathan Lawfren is the is there the guy go. is the actor's yeah. name. You're right. He was he was out there that night. Uh, all right, Curse. Well, how would you like to be known as? Yeah, you know the cross-eyed football player from <laughs> rather than the name. Hey, at least I'd people know. I'd be like, know I him. nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> if that's what they remember me for, I nailed it. At least people know hey. him. Absolutely. Hey, listen. All I know is I wish I was cross-eyed when I was watching some photos on Instagram when Jamie was down in 
in Mexico. That's oh, awesome. Kirby, you didn't like that? That's a, what's that? You didn't like those pictures? I'm never going past a tiger exhibit. Of the <laughs> I was uh, I was enjoying the weather. I was enjoying the company. And actually, my girlfriend was horrified, too, by the way. I don't know if we've really talked about this, uh, but uh, when I had them underneath my actual swim trunks. And so when I shed the top layer, she thought I was shedding everything. So she was horrified that I was going to... Uh, to get into my birthday suit and then relieved to see that it was something else and then horrified once again when she saw what it was, Curbs. An emotional roller coaster yeah, for her. Then, <laughs> right. And then you're going, son of a gun. If I had shoddy Wi-Fi, I never would have put that on Instagram. And <laughs> you stayed at a terrific resort that had excellent Wi-Fi. Yeah, it was great. I had no shame in my game, Curbs. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive. All right, Curbs. Let's, uh, let's... I would, did, did, wait a minute. One more thing. Did the followers increase or drop? No, I had a lot of people follow. A lot of a lot of Instagram requests after that. Um, you know, I gotta say, it was if nothing else, I think people wanted to laugh at it, which is fine with me. I'm fine with that. <laughs> that had probably happened in the locker room once or twice before. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. laughed at me while I was on the ice too. It happens. <laughs> gotta learn to roll with it. Uh, all right, Curb. So Blues Devils tonight. What's the significance of losing Brandon Saad, who was placed on IR? You know what? I mean, it, it is significant because you're losing an, another one of those veteran players, but that's why we talk about that versatility of Ivan Barbashev, which is why he's such a sought-after player right now. He's going to slide up in that, into that second role. Now, th- this has been an interesting year for Brandon Saad, and I don't know that we probably haven't talked about him very much there. He's flown under the radar because he's got, what, three years left after this one on a on a very reasonable and fair contract. He it's been uh, what 15 years of uh, of uh, or not not 15 years but um, like 10 straight years of 15 plus goals. You know he's on pace to, to hit 20 again this year if he comes back from this injury in time to do so. And and that's that's why you paid him. But the goal scoring has been in spurts and it's been inconsistent. And and he's you know a lot of focus because of the contracts on a couple of the young guys. But, but this is a key veteran player that is going to play a role in whether or not this team stays competitive over the next couple of years. So not so much this year, but I think as you move into next year, you want to see some of that consistency back in the game. Curbs, a lot of discussion, obviously, about Ryan O'Reilly and Ivan Barbashev and with just cause, too. Um, but the, the one thing that I wanted to ask you, get your opinion on, is not about trades or, or return or anything like that. The concept of maybe dealing Ryan O'Reilly and then trying to re-sign him in the offseason, you know, a la Keith Kachuk, Doug Waite, that whole scenario. But do you right. see it? Let's move Ryan O'Reilly to the side. Do you see a scenario where something like that might work with Ivan Barbashev? You know, it's a, it, it's a great question. I was looking at some of the numbers uh, going into next year. All right. So if, if you go to cap friendly, which is, pretty close to accurate it's not dollar for dollar accurate but it's a heck of a source that is used even throughout the industry the st louis blues next season as it sits right now right now have about just under 70 mil so round up just for simple numbers 70 million in cap space already accounted for counting the two big contracts of Cairo and thomas that leaves you 13 million you're, you're looking at three forwards top six for well top nine with Barbashev, O'Reilly and Tarasenko, you know, and 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 Barbashev that you're going to be looking to replace. You've got to replace those guys 
with that $13 million. You know, and, and, and how do you do it? You've got, you know, some other guys that, you know, you're going to have to figure out whether or not what you do with Alexei Torchenko, restricted free agent. So I, I look at all those numbers, and to me, I just, I, I think it is a possibility. I know he likes playing here, Jeannie. But the other thing for Ivan Barbashev is I think when he and his agent are going to get out there, they're going to look for an opportunity where he becomes a top six player somewhere. And the Blues just haven't consistently played him in that role. And I don't know that he's played consistently enough to be in that role, but he's clearly he can he can fill in there. And he, yeah, he did it even back in 16 in the playoffs when Stas was hurt. So to me, uh, I, I think as much as it is about the type of contract he could sign, I have no doubt in my mind he's going to garner at least $5 million a year on the market with the way we've just seen some recent contracts signed. But but to me, I think for him it's going to be as much about opportunity and role with the team. And I think he might find that top six role elsewhere versus here in St. Louis. But, but having said all that, if it happened, would love to see it. Curbs, Ryan O'Reilly. What do you think? What do you think the line is where Doug Armstrong says, and this is just your opinion. I realize you're not privy to the conversation that that Army is having with uh, other teams, but when it comes to your opinion on where the line could be, where you say, no, Ryan O'Reilly is worth more to us uh, right now in in this organization compared to what the compensation could be uh, on the other side. So, for example, is the line, you know, if somebody offers you a first and a second, you're like, okay, look, we'll try to resign you, but this is too good of comp. This is too rich, or is it a lot higher than that? You know what I think? Listen, I'm going to go back to, and I'm not sure that this is completely comparable, but i got to think it's close. I'm going to go back to the David Backus unrestricted free agency. Backus and Brower were both were both available, were both uh, unrestricted free agents. And Doug Armstrong basically walked in and said, here's the deal, which everyone takes, gets it. But David Backus was offered a three-year deal. And when he didn't want to take that, obviously he signed with Boston. Now, for David, it was clearly three years, and then even Boston, you know, traded him and then Anaheim, you know, puts him on waivers or buys him out, that kind of thing. I, I just look at, I look at this scenario. I, I look at it different players because I think Ryan O'Reilly brings more than David Backus did at, at this time. And, and, and O'Reilly's at 31 for me on the outside looking in, I see so much value in what he brings from a work ethic standpoint that young players can rely on. So I'm out of practice today at the morning skate and Who's out there still doing some drills when most of the guys are off? It's Braden Shen. It's Ryan O'Reilly, right? It's actually Alexei Toropchenko was out there. Jake Neighbors stayed out there for a while and was working with him. To me, the influence on that has to have some value. But versus if, – if, so if you think you're, you have a number that's close, you're going you're gonna to take that value against what a potential trade is. But the first thing is determining if it's close. If the Blues are locked in at three years and Ryan is locked in at five, you're not close. If the Blues are locked in at four and a half to five million and Ryan is locked in at, say, six, which would be a million and a half less than he was making this year, right, then then you're not close. And and to me, that's what Doug, Ryan's agent, and Ryan are probably trying to figure out right now before any trigger of a deal gets done. Curbs, in your opinion, um, because uh, just kind of hot stove in a little bit here, you and I talk all the time about different things, and just your opinion – you know, what gets it done for Ryan O'Reilly? Because I have a number in my head, and that number for me is three times five. 
Fifteen million over three years. It's a three-year deal. You're talking about five million. Yeah, it's a haircut for sure for Ryan O'Reilly, and it might be just slightly out of Army's comfort zone. But do you think that would get it done? I don't think that gets it done, and uh, and I'm I'm boy, I, and I haven't talked to anybody on this one, Jamie. So no, this I is, know this is just me looking at this. Like like I look at I look at Matthew Bartsell, right? Who's going to be you know who, who's under a massive contract. Even though he's younger, I get it. He's 25, right? But 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 he's next year. He's going to have a contract kicking in that's at 9.1 million a year, right? With the New York Islanders, this is a guy that, from a point standpoint, has had one 85 point season and hasn't had 20 goals in a season since, right? Hasn't hit more than 62 points in a season, you know, except the once. Like I, I look at the way the, the the value of what some of these other players have been signed for. Right, I mean, you look at what what the Islanders just gave Bo Horvat, for example, and yes, he's had back-to-back seasons of, of, of 31 goals, but look at his point totals. Yeah, it was what a lot. Season has he been in the 60-point range? Only once. And this isn't a guy that you're talking about as a Conn Smythe winner and a Selkie winner, right? And he's 27. So I think the one thing about Ryan O'Reilly, in all fairness to Ryan, is his value in today's market still may be more than that $5 million, Jamie, and that's that's – and that's where the agent, the player, the team and stuff have to try and figure out value versus lifestyle. I just look at the contracts that have gone around and I'm thinking everything that Ryan O'Reilly brings to the table is work ethic and he's 31 years of age, which to me still leaves you with plenty of hockey left. I wouldn't be surprised if they're looking at saying, well, I think in today's market, he's, his value is still more around six or something. Curbs, great stuff. Appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great call tonight as the Blue Stick on the Devils. All right, guys, have an awesome week.